My name is Stephen Armstrong. I'm the Client Services Director at Kudos to Saving. Uh, welcome to the first episode of On the Couch with Kudos. Uh, the series will be called Elevate with Kudos and will be predominantly run by myself. I'll be interviewing partners, um, influencers, industry experts. On this occasion, uh, Dom's going to hold the interview because it's an interview with me and my fellow directors, telling you a little bit about what we do at Kudos, our backgrounds, and get to know us on a, on a personal level, really. And I hope you enjoyed the show. From Kudos... Clap your hands right. Welcome guys. Come on. Hello. Welcome, <laughs> right. Hello. My name's Stephen Armstrong. I'm the client services director at Kudos to Saving. So welcome to the first episode of On the Couch with Kudos. Now, usually it would be a bit of a different setup where I will lead the interviews when we invite guests into the couch. Uh, today, the first episode is going to be about the directors of Kudos, about us, what we're all about outside of work. And it's going to be a little bit weird asking questions to these guys because I work with them on a daily basis. Um, the friends of mine, the business partners. So actually, Dom's going to lead it. Dom's going to ask the questions. And yes, this is our first go at this, so we're just going to give it a go straight in there, straight for the kill, no cuts, <laughs> all action, let's go. Boats and all. Touching so, base. So to take, take it back then, introduce yourselves, what, what roles you are within the business, and um, take it one by one, we'll start with Chris. Yeah, so I'm Chris Aitman, the uh, sales director for Kudos. Um, don't really know what to say after that, mate. So, so you, you, you come from a sales background. Cut that, cut that, cut that bit. So you come from a sales background. Yeah. Um, how did you get into selling? It's not an easy thing to get into, is it? So I've worked in sales for over 10 years now, starting off at, at BT while I was at university uh, doing my degree. Um, had my little boy um, about five, well, five years ago now. He's not five, uh, is he? He is, mate, yeah, <laughs> well worked out. Um, and at the time I was part-time at BT, when I had the little and I was like, right, okay, finished uni, got my degree, wanted to go into creative advertisement, but at the time, sales was paying the bills, I was making really good commissions, so I went full-time there and quickly went up the ranks within BT and, um, yeah, I just had a, a knack for it, really. Um, I then wanted a better kind of home and work-life balance with the, with the little and so came across... Uh, utility wise so went over to utility wise worked Monday to Friday 9-5 went in as just a, an energy consultant so I'd never sold energy before um, never done any business to business sales at all so didn't really have a lot of experience but when I started there I, I just took to it really well got to know the industry inside out and progressed very very quickly I think within four months I then became a, um, a, a telesales manager within utility wise and Again, just the, the coaching and seeing the progression of people that I worked with within the teams. I was able to push people, push people on. And I think from my team, there was three, um, three of the guys went on, t on the TMID, which was um, like a progression for people who wanted to kind of follow in my footsteps. So they went from being a consultant to a, a team manager. Um, so I kind of just had a, a bit of a, I don't want to say a bit of a talent for it though, like helping people around us. Um, converting sales was, was really strong in my team as well so 
yeah, from then, obviously, there was the demise of utility-wise, which got together with these guys. Again, all very, very strong salespeople as well, although we're now working in different departments. Yeah. These guys, fundamentally, we've constructed and built a business from a very strong sales background, so we all know how it works, how the industry operates. So our experience has been vital, which you know we've gained over a vast amount of time. So together, you know, we we broke off and, and set up Kudos, and you know this is why you know I think these guys all contribute to sales as well. So although they're doing different channels, ultimately everything within the business has to turn a return of investment. And yeah, although I oversee the sales channel, these guys are also a massive part of, of the sales and. The, the, the growth of the company so yeah I might oversee the, 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 the energy the merchants the, the telecoms and whatnot but these guys fundamentally grow the business through their own channels as well so yeah that's my a bit of a brief background it's quite a uh, quite a quick way of putting it but yeah in a nutshell that's basically my background and how I've taken on the sales role Excellent. So that that's the sales in a nutshell side of things from from you and a kudos perspective. And um, you said that obviously these guys drum up quite a lot of um, revenue and, and uh, concentrate on their specific areas. So I suppose it's a good opportunity then for us to open the table up to to, to the anchor man, to Stephen, um, and kind of give you a chance to um, tell the people a little bit about who you are, what your background is, and how so, you got to where you are. Yeah. So. I am the client services director. As Chris said, I think when we, when we first started the company, we were, you know, all, all three of us were, were, were chipping in, we were doing sales, we were, were sharing the same roles. Um, as the business has expanded naturally, as it's grown, we've found uh, a niche in different areas and we've, we've separated that off. And as Chris said, all the areas are just as important as the others and they all, all give the same end result, basically. Um, so how do I end up in this role? So uh, I, I've done sales since I kind of left school, joined the army, decided the army wasn't for me. Uh, left the army, went straight into sales from the age of 17 at Northern Rock. Spent four and a half years there, then went over to Sage doing sales, spent another four years there. And then into the partner channel, which is where I had some experience with face-to-face, -face, meeting clients, setting up new partners, managing key accounts, that sort of thing. And then I ended up at UtilityWise, as, as did Dave and Chris. And that's when we kind of discovered the, the power of the utility industry, um, you yeah. know, and I think matured a lot personally from there. Actually, that's when I started to develop more into management, uh, mentoring, feedback, coaching, that sort of thing. Uh, and that led me into kudos with these guys. and. After, like I said, doing sales in the first kind of few months, all three of were, um, one of the things I loved most about the job was getting out and meeting people in person, um, sitting down with them for a coffee, finding out what their business does, explaining our journey, and looking to see if there's any synergy. So any synergy for us to work together as a potential partner, um, so doing the networking side of things, I love that part of it. It's it's different to what I've used to been doing, but I just, yeah, it's something that I really, really enjoy. Um, on the back of that, I, I think, you know, we, we're seeing huge potential in 
the social media aspect of things, digital marketing, um, social media is huge these days, I think, across the board, you know, we've got so many different platforms and, you know, we're seeing potential in it. And I think from there, I've got myself in front of the camera. Um, I've done my first vlog on my mobile phone. We started thinking, actually, this is a good opportunity to try and get our faces about there, get our brand about there in the first few months. And also just prove to people uh, we're, we're genuine lads who are trying to run a business, we're trying to do a good job. Uh, it's all built on relationship, and the best way to do that is actually by showing our faces. Um, so yeah, the feedback we've had in the first few months of doing that, it's difficult to get in front of a camera sometimes. I still find it difficult now, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's worth doing, and you know the feedback we get is brilliant on the back of that, and hence the reason. Now, a big part of my role is digital marketing as well as partner channel. Had some really good imitations done as well, haven't we? Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. we have. We we'll love um, them. And it's, keep them coming. It's brilliant. It's, it's <laughs> brilliant, good man. crack. I've got invitations from you know the, the guys in the office, us, the yeah. uh, ex-colleagues, yeah. um, sending over voice memos. I picked this up, mate. Um, I'm doing this yeah. all the yeah. time now. So uh, like, I'll, yeah. I'll be talking so about the thing something. that we do in the office now. Isn't it? It's like we'll just talk and we just do that, and we don't even know what it means. We just do it. <laughs> um, but no, the imitation. What's what's the phrase? What's the phrase? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yes. Not Brendan flattery. Like just flattery. Yeah. So. It's good. We're it just means touching base. <laughs> just touching base. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm not bothered. Just keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. It's good, and it, it it's working. So people are listening to the videos. People are watching the videos. Yeah. Um. So the content's going out there. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's who we are. What we're about. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's kind of my role in a nutshell. And yes. Davy lad. Hello, mate. You, you, you're next up on my victim list, I'm afraid. <laughs> so just introduce yourself, give us a little bit of background as to who you are and how you ended up where we are today. Um, so I'm David, I'm the financial director. I've kind of picked up most of the things that nobody else wants to do. Um, the banker. So <laughs> the banker, <laughs> pronounce that correctly. Um, I look after like sort of the finance, the accounting side of things. Uh, picking up the HR aspect and just all the rest of it that goes on behind the scenes that actually has this place running uh, correctly, you know, and allows us to have a business that, that that we can go out there and push on social media and, and get get sales in for. So um, I've kind of assumed that role, and um, I think just touching on what the guys said before as well, it's you know we did at the start try and kind of wear all the hats at the same time and naturally, yeah, and as things progressed, you then. That, that becomes untenable yeah um and we were all naturally drawn to want to be doing sales um but it, it, again it's 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 not the best use of time and energy um so yeah we've chopped these things up now and we've got a little bit more compartmentalized in what we do and so um just as regards to my background I actually started off when i finished um like sixth form and i went and did accountancy so I went into a company within their accounts department. So I've got a background on it anyway. Kind of came out with that because I was sick of looking at spreadsheets, which I've kind of assumed again now, <laughs> but it's for, it's for a greater purpose as such. Um, um, 
you know, but I, I, I do understand that sort of thing. So it was, it was, it was quite, quite easy for me to pick up. Um, then from there, um, my, my journey also went into sales. So, you know, I think it, it kind of came from having a background of, um, I'm quite good with people. I dealing with people. I understand people, etc. So, I used to work at Orange for a while, and um, and then I went into Energy BC, and then went to BT. Did work there. Um, so I've got a background in technology. So I was a few years there, and then did you meet Chris at BT? I didn't know Chris no, was up Gossy. Gossy, weren't you? I was um, Shields. You were up in Gossy, weren't you? Gossy, yeah. yeah. Um, so. Um, Social was a new one, yeah. <laughs> but again, I mean, I learned a lot through those yeah. those different roles of working with big corporate companies, um, but also understanding different industries. So I've worked in like mobile and telecoms. I've worked in energy. So, like when I kind of went utility wise, I, I went there and like you know hit it straight away. I was I was doing very very well and kind of wished I'd gone a lot earlier. Yeah. Um, but at the same time. The experience I gained from doing those other things allowed me to hit hit the ground running. So, um, no, I did really well. Went to, to, to utility wise when we were in South Shields, and the the good old days when in the, in the old place, which was really cool. But then we moved up to Cobalt, and um, you know I kind of stayed away. I'd, I'd worked management in some of the other places before, like BT, etc. And I kind of stayed away from wanting to do that because I quite liked the idea of just looking after myself and looking after my own my own destiny, my own targets, my own money. Um but it was there was there was a constant natural draw to go into management which eventually I kinda got drawn into basically and, and, and went into management there. So, you know, um I swear I met these guys. Chris came yeah. on the floor I was working on. Um Stephen wasn't long behind. I think that you you'd started going to the T M I D just not long after I'd got into post. Um and you know, when it did come to utility wise, come to an end, um, you know, the, these, you know, I had, I had a lot of respect. I mean, these were, these were the people that, you know, you gotta remember it's quite, quite tribal. So, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're very team and floor oriented. Uh, oriented. You? you know, yeah. it's like enterprise yeah. against renewals, right? We hate them. And then it's like, mm -hmm. and then it's, and then it's yeah. um, acquisition renewals. And like, you yeah. know, there's that separation. Yeah. But then there's, well, then there's my operation against your operation. Rivalry. But then it comes that. down into yeah. the my teams. Team. Yeah. And yeah. these were the guys I always had, you know, I was always watching. I suppose it's like, you know, football teams or yeah. like, um, you know, 100 meter runners when they're, they're on the line. You know what I mean? They're looking around and going, well, I need to watch him and I need to watch him. Mm. These are the guys I always watched. So I had respect for, um, for what they did and how they went about it. Um, but this was my competition at the same time. Yeah. But healthy competition, good competition, and people I had a lot of respect for. So when it did come to, you know, utility wise, coming to an end, it was, it was an old brainer that we we sat down and talked, um, and weighed up our options and what we we're going to do. And um, although we took the riskiest option possible, it did yeah. It was, yeah. The, it was the right option to take. You know, it came from nowhere as well, didn't it? Yeah. It came from nowhere. Couple um, of conversations over. Well, it's quite, yeah. it's quite, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite weird, really, isn't it? Yeah. To, to go, you know, you're used to being salaried, you're used to being employed. Yeah. You're used to, you know, and we could have just easily gone and done that, whether it was in industry, out of industry, you know, we could have, we could have easily gone and done that. Yeah. It was the easy life. And um, it's quite weird, like actually thinking, well, let's just go and set up a business, and then. You know, going about that. Right, it's one thing talking about it, but it's another thing actually going and putting it into practice, yeah. isn't it? 
and I think you know we had a little bit of time and we had probably our spouses all looking at me like what the hell are you doing? doing it'll be alright just trust us just stay <laughs> with us but we've, we've, we've done really well we've, we've moved really quick we, yeah. we, we got the bones and the foundation and the infrastructure put in place and then we've driven it now to a point where you know I, I couldn't imagine um, sitting back in November December time um, that we'd be sitting here with what we've built so far and we're just starting we're just starting <laughs> that's it it's just right at the very very beginning yeah on the couch um, so no it's great it's um, it's been a mad journey it, it really has been a mad journey but you know, I honestly couldn't wish for, for, for two better people to have gone on that journey with. Oh. Even though, <laughs> even though at times like we, you know, we, we don't want to strand. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the thing, though, isn't it? So I think that the three of us together, we're all very, we are very like-minded in one sense in terms of we have, you know, huge ambition. We've got yeah. a huge passion for what we do. We've all, at some stage, always thought that we wanted to to kind of own a business yeah. as yeah. well so we've we've shared those ambitions um but in the same sense as well that we are all individuals and we all have our own opinions as well and yeah. i think those difference in opinions is really what's kind of been to the benefit of this business because if you're going to sit in a room and everyone just agrees and has the same opinions yeah. then it's very hard for you to to progress and actually come to the the real the right true decision. answer and the right yeah, decision yeah. so the difference in in conversations that we've had has actually been for the benefit of the of the business and you know and it it is that mutual respect that Dave was talking about before in terms of we knew what our abilities and skill sets were at utility wise and it's actually coming together and creating kudos. Yeah. Um so far has been, you know, absolutely amazing working with these guys and it's it's not just about the work though as well we, we we do things with our families together yeah. as well so we have barbecues together We've all got you know kids the kids play the kids play together the, the environment that we're trying to create within this business it's a it's a culture you know it's not a nine-to-five it's it, yeah we're trying to create something totally different than what everyone else around us is, is doing and firmly believe that the culture within this business will continue to grow the people that we recruit as well you know we don't we don't interview people we don't we don't believe in sitting down and we were talking about this this morning weren't yeah, we yeah. i'm going to sit down there with company based interviews doing you know, what what is it a star answer you know now we don't believe in that what we want to do is have you know a, an informal chat with a with a coffee and get to know the personality because yeah. the most That's important part of this business is having the right people and the right personalities because yeah the culture and the brand is more important than what someone a conversation one person can have behind the phone and we know that sometimes the best performers out there aren't necessarily the the best people mm-hmm. and we've we've seen companies fall victim of this and yeah. this is why i believe the you know the 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 culture and you know the ethos of the business is what will drive it forward for yeah. future growth 100% 100% so I find it really interesting that you all kind of have a background in where you are. So you kind of fell into your sales after after uni or during uni and yeah. you stuck at it and went yeah. and developed. You had your partner channel 
discuss like you had experience and, and then you had the accountancy before utility wise. I find it quite funny how you've all yep. fairly naturally fell into areas that you've previously worked and done yeah. in all yeah. while still having that good solid foundationary um, sort of pull of utility wise and where you all came together. Yeah. Uh, like as salesmen. None of it was deliberate, it was quite oh. organic in the way that yeah. we fell into different roles and I mean, even you know, we've, even as we started chopping it up, we still sort of hopped in, in out yeah, of different roles, did. and we made a very, very conscious decision to draw very clear lines between them. Like, I, I will not get involved with decisions that are made in his department because yeah. it's his department. And then, possibly very, for those that are watching, why is that important? Why would you say that that had to be done? Because I mean, it's. It's to manage the shared workload yeah, as well, the, isn't it? Yeah, it's the workload, it's the focus, because then you can yep. focus on one department yep. and then you can put your all of your effort into that yep. and you can back the ability of your business partners yep. to put all yep. of the effort in the other yep. channels. And, and we'll uh, report in and we, yep. you know, we, you know, we, we regularly touch base with that, touching base. Touching base. No, I think what we ended up doing, what we ended up doing was talking about everything all the time which is extremely draining on time and resource. You know, it was constantly talking about everything all the time, thinking about everything all the time. Yeah. Now, despite you know what I'm doing, does that stop me wondering what's going on over in marketing or what's what's happening where we're you know month to date in sales or anything like that? Or you know, individual deal or what's happening? I can ask about individual things, but what I'm not doing is constantly trying to be and have input in everything all the time. And that that was why it had to, we had to chop it up and make it like quite strict in areas that you 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 take responsibility for yeah. and that you put your time into and you then just report out. You assume certain responsibilities. You've got a new CRM that we're coming in. That's something that I've assumed to build and to to make sure it's ready and it's fit for purpose. Um, so you know you assume certain responsibilities, etc. So yeah, it was as time went on and as we got busier and as we yep. brought more people in it became more and more apparent that that, that needed to be done um, and I think anybody that doesn't do that as they grow that business well they won't be able to grow their business yep. you won't be able to grow your business yeah. unless you do that Yeah. so others won't will they others won't and they'll stick to that everyone's doing the same thing and it proves our ambition and it, it also the power of having three brains as Chris yeah, said yeah. before and yeah. that, that's how we'll come up with that decision and you know yeah touch on it again the opportunity to work with these guys was the thing that made it more appealing at the start and it's what's grown the company so fast yeah so what was it like working at utility wise then so like new to the industry personally I've, I've seen a very small insight in, into um, what it was like and I think working at such a company like utility wise that grew very fast and obviously there was a lot of zeros kicking about with contracts being made and stuff like that. What was it like in the heyday, if there was a heyday? Was there a heyday? Yeah, there was. Like, yeah, like yeah. what was it like working in such an environment? I think, I, the, the first thing, and it used to really annoy me when people used to leave utility-wise with the still run and go to competitors, etc. I used to annoy me. Not that they've gone to competitors. That, that didn't annoy me. That's fine. Um, but the way they used to talk about utility-wise and what that business has done or did was give like thousands of people an opportunity and uh, an ability to make something better of themselves. Yeah. Um, 
and people forgot that they, they would or they took it for granted now i never once took that for granted i was always very appreciative of the opportunity i had it utility wise which yeah. i feel i feel i I'm, i capitalized on yeah i made the most of it um some people came in didn't make the most of it other people made the most of it and then slagged utility wise off off the back of it and that's a bit that used to annoy me um i mean we wouldn't be here today no, 100 definitely not. And you know, there's there's plenty of other spin-offs. And yeah. As they've said, thousands and thousands of people have have done something. They've yeah. Maybe earned some money, and well, they definitely have earned some money. Um, but they've built up skills as well. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's professional, whether that's people skills. Um, because at one point, you know, they they were huge, and they were one of the biggest consultancies in the country a huge name in the northeast yeah. and the people that worked there yeah was you know what, what made the company great at one point well there was some great people there as well yeah. wasn't there you know yeah. a lot a lot of the colleagues that we work with i mean obviously we, we all met each other um i met my wife at utility wise so we've got a lot a lot to be thankful for at utility wise you know there's there's some great people that have now moved on and into other businesses to their competitors um so yeah you know People are always quite negative about utility wise. It didn't end in the in the best way. Mm. There's a couple of eras, isn't there? Really, I mean, if you go back, and it was really back, like when it was the in South school. Shields, and first came to Cobalt. Um, you know, the th- the things stuck out. It was like it was like a family, mm. very much like a family. Um, very much, you know, you, you you were within. You could go and knock on the the, the MD or the CEO or whoever's office. You could go and knock on the door, and you know talking about pretty much anything yeah um and it kind of i loved it i loved working there then and don't get me wrong like if utility wise was still going now i'd probably still be there because i, I had a massive like i felt a huge amount of loyalty yeah. to that company um and i had offers to go elsewhere and I, I didn't take them i just you know i was happy to stay at utility wise um but as it got towards the end i think a lot of that drained out of it uh, became more corporate. It became less more about uh, the number, personal, not rather than less the personal. People. Yeah. Um, back in the heyday, at South Shields was just like I mean, crazy. It was it was like um, you know, Wall, Wall Street noise, so <laughs> noisy. Yeah. Um, that's that, that's what. Yeah. That's what raw, I'm getting at. It that's was raw. It was raw. It was raw. It was It was mad. It was yeah. absolutely mad. Um, and it was really good times. Really good times. Um, but you know that certainly by the end, like a lot of that had gone, and a lot of the, the, the those people had gone. And, but do you think that's the nature of a business growing, though? Like, do you think that once you get to a certain size within a business, well, it does, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's well, important to retain your culture yeah. and the way that you want to stuff mate. like that. Lost control. But, like the numbers do. On. Like when, so like when you're in a small business, you're very close to the sales and the numbers, yeah. and the, it's the personal service that's the most important, yeah. right? But then, as you go further up, but the sales team's ten levels down, it, it the message that comes down really to the people yeah. at the bottom are the numbers in it. I think it comes down to I think it comes down to your recruitment process as well. Also, what you want to have is little carbon copies of your of yourself throughout the yeah. kind of the core backbone of that business. And I think what happened is actually, and I think they took the we all said that they, they took they took that away. They took the spine of the business away and some of the promotions that we've seen happen in that business you, you know you'd scratch your head um whereas you know 
but then our business will make sure like we've seen before you know you can scrap the interviews it's about having the right people in the right positions in the right places to drive and grow the business in a healthy organic way did utility wise grow organically probably not towards the end they didn't know um you know that's why it kind of imploded you know not having the right people in the right positions mm. not having the right skill sets there a lot of the people that were you know really successful in the business had moved on and they, they just couldn't replace them and couldn't recover quick enough mm. um, and Chris Charles was probably the last remnant of mm. sort of the old the older way yeah when he, when he left it MP like I think that told you where things were going yeah you know since uh, he'd, he'd gone from on the phone to managing director in i don't know about six years seven years something like that um he was probably the last remnant of like the older way yeah he, he was someone you could always just go and like crack on with yeah still can now it's a good bloke so so what's in the end so what's inspired you then you you said that when you you were doing your little introductory bit that you've yeah. all kind of had a conversation that you all wanted to start your own businesses and stuff so what's yeah. in what's inspired that along along the way and what what kind of was the inspiration um, I don't really I, I don't really know I've just always had that in a belief that actually I've got the I've got the ability to, to go and build something I've always wanted the autonomy to grow a business in in my way you know I, I kind of ran my team you know at utility wise and, and prior to that in the way that I wanted to run it, you know, I'd, I'd have my own ideas, I'd have my own thoughts, my own opinions. Got to a point where, you know, I couldn't execute them the way that I wanted to. Yeah. Um, and I always knew that was wrong. You know, I, these are laugh, but like, you know, I have got quite a strong, strong opinion. And, uh, <laughs> 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 um, but I believe what I do is right and with the right intentions. Right intentions. Um, in that you know it will get it will get results and proven that you know proven over a long long period of time that you know the three of us together we we do we do yield results you know it's a fact um like to think that we're able to inspire people as well and it's it's not about just managing yourself it's about inspiring the people that you work around you as well and i think we've all got you know testimonials and people that will vouch for as well yeah. and yeah so i mean look from an early age i've always wanted to go and create something of my own and put my own stamp on something and now we've been given a, a perfect opportunity um to to go out and to go out and do it i don't want to be cheesy and say that it's, it's almost destiny but we've we've kind of had experience in our own departments before it actually got to this yeah, stage yeah. so we're and that's kind what of, i found amazing yeah. asking you that we've question. drawn from that and then almost falling into these positions yeah. but actually it's it makes perfect sense that we've sectioned the business up this way and we've we've headed in those directions so well, i think you naturally fall you know. into what you're good at don't you yeah and um, so we're so staying on the business theme then and wanting to be a businessman were, were any of your like traditional gary v-esque sort of people mm. where you were like pushing sweets on a lunchtime like the the American sort of lemonade stands. Like, did any of you have that sort of entrepreneurship from a I young age? I would say the sweets thing at school, definitely. Um, you just ate loads of them. Yeah. I'm not going to say where I got the sweets from either, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. West End. West End. So, yeah. No, I think, I think for me, like, 
entrepreneurship's always been there in terms of actually just like wacky ideas. Yeah. I think like yeah, like all like, like I, I like, say uh, it to my wife and I still say it now. Like I, she calls it Del Boy oh, or like you know I'll just be like <laughs> I'll come up with this crazy idea and then like I'll Google it and I'll be like oh someone's already got that idea and I'm like adamant that one day I'm just gonna come up with the best idea ever or like I watch like The Apprentice and think right I want to go on The Apprentice so. Dragon's, Dragon's Den. Den. Or Dragon's Den, yeah. yeah. One day I'm just like, Dragon's Den. So I'd, there, I'd, there, I'd there, there, there it is, there it is. There it is. It's there, like, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, for me, I just like, I've been sitting back, like, waiting for me break. And I think, uh, but knowing that I will get... An to, opportunity. Yeah, I'll get the opportunity yeah. one day and I'll get the, the, the end result from it. And because I'm, I'm so ambitious and as these guys are... And, it's always been in this, and I think, uh, yeah, now's now's. What's a no? It was a no-brainer though. When you know, were we ever going to get a chance to go out and create something and have this opportunity again, where we were given time, a little bit of money, yeah, and actually all three of us being being in the same position, so the point of which we were turning and thrown, do we go and get another job? Do we go and be an employee? And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with with you know going back into and working for another business at all but we just thought we can't let this opportunity pass you know and we've had several conversations and i think we'd we'd been for a beer um down down blythe i think it was at the commissioners wasn't it and mm. we we're just looking for some office space actually just flirting with the idea of creating the company and we'd, with no idea what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no, and it, it was, wasn't it? And yeah. It was starting to become gradually over time just a little bit more of a reality. And I think yeah. we'd had a, a couple of beers, and we actually just said, "Look, let's let's go for it." Yeah, well, at yeah. that point, we knew all on the same page. At that point, yeah. I think before that, we're like, Are you, we hadn't really yeah. said it out loud. Oh, had sure, we? we hadn't like, said it out loud no, at, the time. It at that point. Like, See the doubt, like actually, are these guys on board? Yeah, as, much yeah. as I am. Yeah, um, yeah. like. It, we all went through redundancy. We're all confused. We're all frustrated. We're all, yeah, worried. Worried, like, worried as well. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what, like you know, what, what am I gonna do? Um, you know, and there's there's a there's a, there's a push to jump. You know what I mean? I think the the appeal is, you know, look at, at the end of the day, we're doing something that we know. We've got backgrounds in, etc. So you know, we're we're we're, we're running a, um, you know, a, a company that does energy which we knew and telecoms which we knew and obviously we've got other services there with the merchant etc but like we're not we're not doing something radically different to what we've already done before and understood i think what's great is being having your own business you've got the freedom to do it your way um try to my way yeah. a song there for at some point get the karaoke out <laughs> but we can do it our way um and you know we can have ideas and do it differently. We 100% are doing it differently to, to those that are out there. And, um, you know, I, th I think there's a, a lot going to change in, in, in particularly in the, the energy industry and maybe within the merchant side of things over, you know, the coming years, there's going to be a lot to change. And I think we're sort of putting ourselves in a position where we're, we're equipped to, to handle that and to help consumers handle that. Um, I think some of them out there will, will, will not be able to rock with the changes, but you know, like we say, we are we are doing it differently. We're doing it fun. We're using yeah. our personalities. Um, you know, that's what's got us this far in our previous careers, etc., and how we deal with customers, etc. So, 
yeah, it's it's that it's that that freedom to be able to make your own choices, make your own decisions, um, have your own ideas, and just be able to go out and execute them, and not have to like go through endless amounts of red tape to actually just get told, now we're alright, we're doing something else, you know. So yeah. that's Which that's that's normally that's wrong. <laughs> normally. So what can we expect from Kudos then? So we're six months deep. Seven, just coming up seven months deep. Yeah, six, yeah. Six, six, seven months I think deep. we've hit a. We've hit a sort of a real, a real big milestone. I think there's been little milestones along the way, but yeah. I think the move to this office, um, and you know the setting out of the the structure of the business and the staff level that we've got now is kind of really that's that's a you know a, a flag in the ground for us at this point. Um, we've got new branding, new website, which will be getting launched imminently. Um, yeah. We'll get a launch when it's right and ready, but that'll be coming out, um, which should make a, a really big difference. And you know, we're in talks to really, you know, put a rocket under this business and send it into the stratosphere. So there will be big things and certainly big growth plans coming over the next sort of twelve months. Um, but yeah, the, the first thing you guys are going to see is a new look to Kudos, a new website. Yeah. And that'll come through our social platforms, etc. So, look, do 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 keep uh, keep in touch and keep interested and keep involved, and you'll you'll see those changes coming through. So, wrapping things up, then we'll take it back to Steve. Um, what are you hoping to achieve with this platform? So, with the the couch and the and, and everything else, we need to do this. I love that. <laughs> um, so what? So what? So what is it? Um, to give a little explanation so, and what do you hope to achieve what can people expect so obviously we've seen the value in vlogging we've seen the value in building content into our platforms building our brand that relationships. way showing the yeah how genuine we are the relationships that we have with people and obviously I'm working with partners at the minute we come up with the idea of running a video series which will transform into a podcast as well and we kind of asked for some input and ideas on the name we ended up coming up with the name elevate with kudos and the kind of subhead of that would be on the couch with such and such so on the couch with the kudos directors is, is this episode so why are we doing this it's it's not so much about just clients just partners it's a chance for anybody actually to come on and showcase what they offer Elevate their um, business. And elevate their business, yes, yeah. that I exactly. It's a key word. Um, <laughs> it, it is a key word and it, it's a little sneak peek into something that's coming. And it's a chance for influencers to come on, it's a chance for industry experts to come on, it's a chance for somebody, for example, who's a tech expert, to someone, nothing to do with utilities whatsoever, can come and join us on the couch, have a conversation, uh, share some ideas, share some tips, um, and, and hopefully people will find the, the video series funny in some parts, they'll find it educational, um, but, but the main point is, you know, we want it to be fun, we want it to be relaxed, and, and, and hopefully, you know, it'll take off. We've had several people booking already, and we're going to be filming on a Monday, so we will be sending out emails, but putting links on social media as well. If you want to come and join us on the couch, get in touch, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it. It should be fun. Yeah. 
anyone involved with Newcastle United Football Club. Uh, Ant and Deck, you're very welcome. Yes, Ant and Deck. Like we want some big names. Shira. Yes, anyone, anyone yeah. like that. So this, so we were having this conversation. Yeah. Before, we? So yeah. like, we so we were having a conversation about uh, getting potential guests on. Who would yeah. we like to see? Um, what our target market is as a business, and yeah. we'd like to see them coming in and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But then, Anybody. like, you need to be something. Sometimes be a little bit silly with it and be like, yeah, if yeah. you could have absolutely anybody on who yeah. you wanted. Yeah. Like I used Gary Vee as an example. Yeah. Uh, I like Gary, him. you're very welcome. Yeah. You're very welcome, mate. So, like, if, if there are any suggestions that people um, have or that would like to see on the couch, then I'm pretty sure that we're more than welcome to to have a have a look at them. And, and yeah. if if they can tag us in the post or we're, or whatever, we're going to go after the, the big names. You know, all we can do is say no. We'll, exactly. we'll, we'll want you on the couch, David Attenborough. Want you on the couch, <laughs> Margot Robbie. Want you on the couch? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a different vlog than Stephen's doing. So, then just wrapping things up. Um, if anybody wanted to contact you, to follow you, to get in touch with you, to be part of the Kudos community, um, how would they be able to find, locate, message you, contact details? So, website www.kudoslimited.com for now until that changes with the new website we're very very heavy on social media as well so you can find us at kudos to saving on facebook you can find the kudos to saving showcase page on linkedin and you can find kudos underscore to underscore saving on instagram as well which is a new one it's a new platform um but yeah we haven't really touched the surface on it but go and have a look at what we've done so far. Plenty more to come. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, Thanks, guys. Mate. I appreciate no, it. Time. I know you're busy. Thanks yeah. for interviewing with us, Tom. Thanks for and watch this space. And watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first episode complete. I uh, yeah. hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, it was a chance for everybody to meet the directors and the, the, the heart of Kudos and. If you want to subscribe to the channel on YouTube, please do so. If you want to look out for some more episodes where we'll be inviting other people onto the couch, you can follow us at Kudos to Saving on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram as well. We have an Instagram account and all of the videos will be uploaded via YouTube and on all of them platforms. All right. Um, thank you very much.